Hi, and welcome to a quick thought episode of the Teach for the Heart podcast, where you'll get a powerful idea or word of encouragement in a short, to-the-point format. Here we go. We got another question recently that was really great, which was, how do I balance educating and ministering to students? Um, and particularly, some days feel overwhelming trying to help troubled students. So I'm going to do my best to answer this today. And I will say, first of all, there is not a one-size-fits-all answer to this question. So my first and most important recommendation is to pray. Pray for guidance and wisdom. Um, stop right now and pray, but pray every day um, because ultimately God knows what students need. God perfectly understands all the priorities and where you're most needed. And so praying for the Spirit's guidance is key. Here's some general principles, though, to keep in mind that I wrote down as I considered this question. So I hope that these principles will be helpful um, in kind of figuring out what this might look like um, in your classroom. And also remembering it might look different day to day, right? This day, the answer might be take the time for the student. The next day, it might be uh, we need to work on education more. So anyhow, just keep in mind this varies. But these principles, I hope, will be helpful. So number one, general principle. We need to remember that our primary responsibility as teachers is to educate. So we do need to be careful about sacrificing too much educational time, okay? I'm not saying we don't take time away from it, but I'm but just that might is I th- I think a general principle to keep in mind. Our primary responsibility as educators is to teach. So if I I, w- I w- when I taught math, my primary responsibility this year is to teach these students math. I have many other honestly, more important priorities maybe, but this is my primary responsibility and I cannot abandon my primary responsibility completely, right? If I'm spending all day every, like think of think of far-fetched scenarios. And if I'm spending all day every day dealing with social emotional needs and like hardly any time on math, that's a problem, right? So just keep in mind, the teaching of our subjects is our primary, even if it's not our most important, responsibility. And so we can't neglect that. Okay, so that's first of all. Number two, I think we have to be careful about taking on too much responsibility that isn't ours. So what I mean by that is, Sometimes when we have a student in our class that we want to help, that is troubled, for for example, as, as in this question, we take on too much of the responsibility for helping that student because our heart is there. I'm not saying we should not help. We 100% should. But we have to realize um, that we cannot take on every problem of every kid, especially big ones that are out of our control. So I think what we need to do as I started is really pray that God would give us clarity on where we can intervene and where where to where to help in small ways and where to dive deep. Because the reality is we can't dive deep with every single issue with every single kid or we won't teach anything, right? <laughs> um so praying for that, praying about that, definitely ministering however we can wherever God leads, but just remembering, being careful about taking on too much responsibility that isn't ours and realizing that, yes, God has placed us in this student's life and we should look for those opportunities to make a difference, but we also aren't the only person responsible for them. Okay, so once again, just principle, right? Principle of being careful not to take on too much responsibility. 
which brings us to number three, which we've already talked about a little bit. Pray for wisdom and guidance for where God would have you step in and help. Okay, there I 100% believe that there are there are times where like God has you and the student together for a special reason. <laughs> like God really does have these opportunities, these like critical moments where it's like, yes, you are going to be used of God to do something important, to say something to the student they really needed to hear or help in a tangible way or whatever it is and that you may or may not even realize was impactful to them, but it made a really big difference. So Pray, though, and ask for wisdom and guidance um, that God will really guide you to those opportunities and make them clear when they're there. Um, I think that's really, really important. Um, And when you see those, then it's like, yes, (laughs) I'm taking these opportunities. Um, Number four principle I wrote. Try to create space. This is a practical one. Try to create space in your class time and schedule where you can work with individual kids without the rest of the class suffering. Okay, so this kind of goes back to number one about our primary responsibility being to educate. So let's say there's like a situation and like basically we have a responsibility to the full class. So let's say you have a situation where one student is struggling. You're like, I really need to have like a one-on-one conversation with this student. The question is like, what do I do with the rest of the class? Well, I mean, in some cases, like, okay, I can find them later or whatever, but it's like, okay, you know, do I just leave my whole class to just waste this time while I talk to this student or do I leave the student alone while I work with the class? Ideally, you what you want to do is create space in your class where you can do both, where education doesn't have to suffer um, for you to reach to, to have some time to help this one child. So for example, if you train your class to work independently on activities where they don't need you, then you can have times in your class where you're like, okay, we're going to work on this activity. Oh, you guys are going to do this activity or this worksheet or whatever it is. I'm going to pull this this student out, you know, in the hall or in the side of the class, in the back of the classroom and have this conversation that we need to have without the your, the rest of the class's education suffering. Okay, same thing with like you teach them to do centers or whatever it is. So that is a proactive thing that we can incorporate into our class where maybe not every day, but like there's definitely like it's a habitual part of our class where students are working where they don't need us. So that provides opportunities where it's like, okay, I really need to like have a conversation with this student. Well, I could do it at the end, you know, during this time of the day or this time of the class period. Or I, you know, if you're teaching secondary and you only see them for 40 minutes, it's like, well, tomorrow we're going to have a work time. I can do that. Or maybe I can talk to them, you know, during lunch or whatever. So I guess I'm saying look for opportunities where neither one is suffering, but where both can win, you know, where you can where you're not sacrificing the education of the rest of the class to help the one student. Okay, once again, these are general principles to apply however is best, however makes sense in your class. But I hope that's kind of helpful to realize it doesn't have to always be an either or. We can look for solutions that um, that allow for both. Okay, and last thought. When the majority of the class is struggling with something, that's a little bit different. Okay, so when you have a... Like what we've been talking about mostly so far is kind of like one student or a couple students. But if you have a situation that affects the majority of your class, that might be worth taking time away to work on it together as a class, especially if it's a detriment to learning. Okay, so 
In other words, if there's a situation going on where like maybe something happens at your school that it's like everyone's think you know everyone's mind is on this, they're having trouble focusing, or like there's a situation in your class or whatever it is. You 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 know these things that come up and you're like, okay, there's like a lot of students in the class that are struggling with this, and I'm wondering like, should I take time out of my lesson to address this? Well, once again, pray about it. But my point here is that Once again, these goals don't have to always be at odds. If my entire class is struggling with something that's keeping them from, especially if it's keeping them from being able to learn, it might be worthwhile to take some time away, address this issue, and then we can get back to learning with a better frame of mind. But even if it's not detrimental to learning, sometimes if the whole class is struggling with something, it really might be worth it just for the good of the class to take time away for that. And once again, remember, it's a balance game, right? Depending on how big of a thing it is, depending on how behind you are in your subject, like factor everything together. You know, maybe maybe you don't take an entire class period to address this. Maybe you address it for five minutes, right? That's an option too. Um, so I do really think balance is a key, um, caring about both priorities um, and praying for wisdom on how to do both well and realizing it's give take. Some days you might err on one side, some days you might err on the other side. And I think that um, that's what balance is, right? Leaning a little this way, then leaning a little the other way and seeking to find the right balance. So I hope these thoughts have been helpful for you. We'd love to hear your thoughts about this as well. If you want to kind of share some thoughts in our Facebook group at teachfortheheart.com slash Facebook. These are also the kind of questions we love answering in our mentorship program, which helps you bridge that gap and provide the training and support to bridge the gap between what you've been trained for and all that's being expected of you. Uh, so you can find out more about the mentorship at teachfortheheart.com slash mentorship. Well, thank you guys again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.